Welcome to the Dental Business Podcast with your host and owner of multiple businesses, a mentor, investor, and dental surgeon, Brad Thornton. Hi guys, and welcome to the Dental Business Podcast. It's Brad here. Uh, last week, the episode, we were chatting to Michelle Taylor regarding uh, certain types of marketing where that's sort of the idea of the marketing is, is focused around the idea of building relationships and um, sort of providing resources and information that enable a prospective patient and also current patients as well to develop relationships with you when, the, you know, when you're not in the room, when they're kind of at home and they're watching a video or they're... they're listen to a podcast or they um, sort of sign up to a webinar that you're sort of giving and we touched on the idea how there's various ways in which you can do that and yeah I think that's something that we all need to be constantly thinking of but what it overlaps with is the thing that I'm going to talk about today which is the this idea of authority marketing um, now, a lot of marketing overlaps and a lot of the strategies, you know, you put names to things and you put kind of principles down and, and you can probably apply quite a lot of these concepts to quite a lot of different marketing. You know, it just gets put under the umbrella really of, of marketing. Um, but what authority marketing uh, sort of talks about is this idea that you market in a way that makes people perceive you as the authority within your sector, your industry, your topic, your niche or whatever. And you do things that enable people to kind of sort of find you, read the information that you've provided, um, whether that's on YouTube or in Amazon because you've written a book or because it's on a podcast because you're talking about a certain topic or it's a blog post just you sort of talking about certain topics as though you are a person of authority. The reason I think this is important, and it's really interesting this, I don't know whether you guys have found this, but um, you know, previous dentists, whenever you see a patient, and if their dentist was ever a lecturer <clears throat> or ran courses for other dentists, they remember that. And for them, the fact that they're worked at the university and trained dentists or they did courses to educate other dentists, that almost makes them perceive that that dentist is a person of authority because they kind of know more than anyone else. But it's a way of doing that. Good, well, maybe you do do courses, maybe you do educate dentists. You know, it's certainly something that you really need to make sure that your patients are aware of because I think sometimes if you're the person of authority and they feel you're the person to go to who knows the most, it kind of helps break down the barriers between sort of building the relationship, building the report, breaks down the barriers and it also speeds up the sales cycle because they're like, oh, well, this person knows what they're doing. This person knows the most. They're the person of authority. They're the one who whose opinion kind of trumps everybody else's. So it doesn't matter what anyone else says. I, I could ask another dentist and they could give me their opinion, but this person knows what they're on about. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with this person because they're the person of authority. They're the one who's a sort of the numero uno kind of, uh, kind of deal. Now there are loads of different ways to do this now. And you know, some are way, way more difficult than others. Um, I'm actually going to be launching a direct to patient podcast. That's going to run in parallel to this one. Um, and I'll let you know how that goes. And, and if you want to subscribe to it, whenever it comes out, um, 
then uh, I'll kind of maybe keep you posted on that. Just keep, keep a lookout. Because um, I thought I'm going to actually start to... Because I think sometimes, I'm, even though putting a label and a name on, on things, some may find not very productive. I actually think it's a good thing because it almost segments your mind and makes you sort of think, right, well, we, we need to be doing relationship marketing. So we need to be focusing a lot of energy on developing relationships with patients. How can we show our personality? How can we be ourselves? How can we show prospective patients that we are nice, that we're human, that we're the place to come for a relaxed trip to the dentist? But also, we also want to be kind of giving out information in a way that makes people perceive us as the authority. Now, what you'll often find with both of those types of marketing, and there are others, is that it's going to be heavily focused around you as a person, a personal brand, you know, the dentist, um, or dental professional or whatever. Um, so it's very important that you kind of get to grips and get comfortable with getting yourself out there a little bit because, you know, you, you can't build a relationship with a patient as, you know, so-and-so dental practice. It's going to be far, far more difficult slash impossible to do that. You need to be building relationships as Brad Thornton, dentist, and also becoming an authority. Yeah, you may be able to make a practice be perceived as kind of the best practice in the area, but really, if you as a clinician, as a dentist or a dental professional are out there and you're talking on through your social media channels about specific dental topics, if you do have a YouTube channel where you're explaining about certain dental procedures, you're uh, publishing blog posts and, and talking and, and managing to get some PR and press releases in the local uh, sort of press and print media. If you have released a podcast, then, I mean, they, more and more people are interested in podcasts and I'm getting people ask me about them. Um, yeah, I outsource all of my technical stuff. All I'm doing is what I do now. I record the content and I forward it to a team of people who are experts at what they do and they upload it for me. So for me, doing a podcast is really straightforward, but I know people do it themselves and find it quite difficult. I couldn't do that. But actually, I think it's worth considering. I never used to think about podcasts until I spoke to Michelle Taylor as being something that would be possible, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to see how it goes. Um, you know, the, the idea with this kind of stuff isn't to say, right, well, someone's going to listen to my podcast and I'm going to measure a metric to see how many people come directly from that podcast and end up booking in for a consultation and end up having dental, you know, dental implants. I'm not going to be able to do that. But this whole idea of trickle-down revenue where somebody, uh, this is touching on the relationship building. You know, they might hear you on the podcast or they might, they might Google you and find that you've got a few blog posts or you've got quite a lot on social media that's talking about stuff and they can build this relationship. But at the same time, if you're talking sense, if you're giving them information that's in, you know, uh, high quality, good value, informs them, maybe explains things, things in a way that they understand and they find is is easier to to digest than maybe what previous dentists have said. Uh, maybe if you have released a book, um, that's something I think is is now going to be a, a something. Cause, I mean, Amazon is one of the biggest sort of platforms in the world where people can buy things. You know, podcasts are one of the biggest medias in the world in terms of uh, growth. 
and expansion. I think it's the only uh, fast-paced growing form of media out there. You know, print media, even social media. Yeah, there are different social media platforms that keep coming and going or growing, but overall, there's, there's not a huge amount of growth because people are just sort of jumping from one platform to another. Whereas podcasting, there is a significant amount of new people in terms of uh, consumers entering the podcast world on a yearly basis. Amazon's growing massively. People are starting to buy everything on there. So if you can get yourself a podcast out there, if you can get yourself a published book. Now, this, when someone says published book, it probably sounds a little bit more, well, I say a little bit, probably sounds a heck of a lot more complicated than it than it is now. Maybe I'm thinking about it as being quite a bit easier than it is. But if you've got any kind of content out there, and I appreciate that maybe quite a few people don't, but if you do have some instructional videos that you've recorded for patients, if you've got social media videos or anything like that that's out there, or even the um, information leaflets or something that you've got at the practice, if you've got that, then you can repurpose all of that information. You can transcribe video content to sort of create the, the written word version and you can get somewhere like rev.com to do that and it takes them a few hours buff and you get a transcript back of all of the sort of everything written down that you've said now you get these transcriptions get all the information that you've got put things together repurpose it and get it put into some form of of publishable book that you can get get on amazon i mean maybe i'm crazy but you know we're going to move into a time in the future where People spend time on social media. People are on Amazon searching for everything and anything. Um, people are going on podcasts to consume information. People are Googling, YouTubing, searching on podcasts, searching on Amazon. Uh, I feel like we, we kind of need to be in those spaces. And if you are and you're producing really good quality information, then you could sort of pull yourself up as, as an authority in that and... Maybe that's the next type of marketing that we're going to go down because information is so readily available now and everybody's just pushing knowledge and and everyone's just consuming it, aren't they? It's kind of, um, I think people have an appreciation for information and people do expect more for free now. So I think we need to be producing better quality resources for our patients and prospective patients. Build relationships, become an authority. Get yourself in every corner of the internet where people can find you. And that brings me on to one final thing as well. I think that's something that Clubhouse is going to bring us. Um, it's going to enable us to... And yeah, I'm probably not going to talk about Clubhouse again. I'm going to try not to because I've talked about it a couple of times and... I'm sure people that aren't on it are thinking, for God's sake, just shut, you, shut up about it. Uh, but you guys that are on it, I'm sure you can appreciate. But um, if you've got a regular platform to talk about topics and for people to listen, no matter how it starts off, if you're consistent with it and you're relentless with it and you just keep doing it week in, week out, then you will pretty much by default become an authority. You'll become a voice that is listened to. You'll become a KOI. Oh, no, hang on, KOL, <laughs> KOI. You'll become a KOL. 
a key opinion leader. Um, and you may not get direct sales, but there's going to be a lot of trickle down revenue. There's going to be a lot of byproduct um, that comes from that. Um, so yeah, that's the episode for today. Was on authority marketing, but I kind of went off on a bit of a tangent. I'm, uh, I think I'm reflecting on all of this at the moment, so it's kind of whizzing around my brain. So hopefully, I articulated that well enough for you guys to benefit. And I think people should be looking at maybe less of the obvious. Yep, direct to sort of patient Facebook social media marketing, um, social um, SOE search engine optimization SEO. I mean, it's, it's six a.m. So apologies for getting all these. I'll, um, these watch call it's uh, all these letters in the wrong order um, doing your Google marketing doing all that and then also looking at building relationships email the e- good quality email marketing structuring your social media organic posts the way that Michelle Taylor um, suggested looking at webinars ways to draw people into one event online where they can listen um, like you and gain information so they can then make the decision or at least realize that you're the place to come for them. Look at podcasting. Can you produce content that's engaging, that's informative? So people who are you know, on podcasting and looking at that can find you. When you Google my name, and obviously I don't Google myself, but if you do, I did this in an experiment. If you Google Brad Thorne and Dentist, I can't remember exactly what, how the order goes, but quite high up in that list are my podcast episodes. So I'm wondering, if you can produce good quality podcasts related to certain dental topics that are answering questions that are Googled, uh, same with YouTube, are you not going to get yourself all over the internet when people are searching these terms? Uh, Fair enough, it might be quite difficult to be location specific, but it can't be a bad thing, can it? Um, And then, yeah, Amazon. There's not many, there is a bit, I've, I've done some research, but there isn't a huge amount of Amazon content that is designed for patients. There's a bit. Don't know what the quality's like. I've I've uh, I've ordered a couple of books just to kind of do a little bit of research. But this is where my brain's going. I think it's important to maybe get into a few of these places that isn't they're not that well populated by dentists at the moment. But maybe they will in the future. We certainly need to go where our patients are, and at the moment, our patients are spending most of the time on bloody Amazon and more and more are listening to podcasts. So yeah, uh, it's been Brad Thorne and Dental Business Podcasts. Uh, we've got an interview next week. We've got a pretty good collaborative episode coming up, which I'm really looking forward to with a a gentleman who's got another podcast. We're going to do one together and it's shaping up to be a bit of a good one is that. So yeah, I hope everyone's staying safe. Hope business is going well. Brad at Brad the Dentist email if you want to get in touch. Um, reach out on social media. If you're on Clubhouse, it's at Brad Thornton. We do a, a weekly morning huddle on a Thursday from seven. That's um, London time, England time, UK time. Um, that's getting more popular. There's um, a group of us that are from the UK and and really some of these guys have got some awesome, awesome rooms on a weekly basis. So you've got to look out for these people. Um, get yourself into Dentist Club where you'll see that there are regular rooms on there, dental related. And um, yeah, if you're in Clubhouse, see you in there. If not, I will speak to you next week. Bye.